from KFNX News Talk Radio 1100, it's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. You know what I need? I need a sound effect of a car. I'm like, vroom, vroom, that's, that, that sort of thing to start off the show today. Because I have a feeling we're going to be talking about cars quite a, little, a bit. A little bit. The movie, not Just any, the anything <laughs> pertaining to video games. Ironically, Ara actually did work on the Cars video game. Oh, really? The second yes, one. the second one. Not nice. the first one. Yeah. Not the one that made the money. <laughs> the second one made the money, just didn't make uh, most of the money. Really? But it was it, wasn't the first one like the second best-selling game of that year? Yeah. Yes. Behind Madden? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loves cars. Crazy, right? And football, apparently. Anyway, this is the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. My name's Alon. My name's Aura. That's... Molly. And that's... Colin. There you go. <laughs> um... So, Gran Turismo 5 came out, and I know that because Ara... Because I showed sure you. Me. <laughs> and yeah. because I've been reading a million blogs going, like, this is the most highly detailed, refined experience we've ever seen. With go-karts. Even though it's kind of boring. Yeah, this is this is really interesting. The go-karts are just a small part of it. I like go-karts. Just a very, I don't even know where to start. Um, let me start at... Started the fact that you called me up and said, "Hey, you need to see this game." Yeah. And I said, "Hey, you need to see this other game." Yeah. And yeah. And in typical form, uh, everything that I told you, you just didn't believe at face value and decided to argue about. I don't think that happened. But, no, only <laughs> only about ninety percent of the time. No, but you know what? I actually was reading a blog somewhere else today. I guess uh, Yamuchi or whatever his name is is uh, they're talking about the updates they're going to be making. Yeah. And like they covered a lot of the things that you mentioned you don't like. Let's let's get the bad parts out of the way. Okay. Okay. That's that's a nice way to divide things up. Would so, the would the Yaris Cup be considered a bad thing? <laughs> no, not at all. Because uh, I I heard that there was a, a section of the game completely devoted to racing Yaris cars, which yeah. I'm I'm very partial to because I own a Yaris and I know that they're not yeah. built for racing. No, but so. you know, see, see, this is something that a lot of people don't understand. You see, you can drive almost any vehicle and enjoy its performance at its limit. Maybe not... If it can go fast enough to rip your face off. Well, well, no. The, even, the even, even the Yaris, which I, I think the, the Japanese version is called Vitz. Vitz? Yeah, because they can't just call it the same thing. They have to change it. So The Fit has a different name, too. It's the Jazz in Europe and Japan. Th- That's there awesome. you go. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I want a Jazz. Me, too. Yeah. It is harder than the Yaris. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so so let's see. Yeah, there's. So so I, I I get the game. Okay okay. First of all, first of all, before we even get to playing, right? So I've resigned myself to anytime a new game comes out, not use an excessive number of brain cells trying to get a game. Okay, I'm not going to do. You're talking the simple acquisition of right. the the DVD. Right, I'm not going or to Blu-ray do. I'm not case. going to do pre-order madness. I'm not going to do treasure hunt. The irony okay. is that pre-ordering it actually reduces the amount of thought you have to put into it. Okay, well, no, no, no. And you get it's, cool stuff. If it was that simple, but no. Okay, but see, see okay, see now you're you're making me derail this in the, th- the third iteration. Okay. I always do that. I'm just trying yeah. to be precise. Yeah. That's no, all. no, no. See, see, that's all of that pre-order stuff is crap because that locks you into no. getting it from one place. 
And then... You can always cancel and get a refund. Well, okay, so this is more complicated. <laughs> back, back to Gran Turismo, right. though. Whereas you can just be free and not pre-order and buy somewhere, one. And two, I, I really hate the pre-order paradigm. And as a consumer, I want to do everything in my power to discourage it. And so I will not engage in that. I paradigm. completely agree. I'm with you. Anyway, all that aside, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm just, you know, if I if it's easy to get, I'll get it. If it's, uh, if it's hard to get, I won't care too much. Okay, so... Day before Thanksgiving is the release date, right? Uh, there's a Best Buy, like, uh, literally a block and a half from where I work. So I'm like, hmm, let's see, uh, let's check the website. Yeah. The Best Buy website? The Best Buy website. Oh, look, this this product is uh, in stock at this store and is available for uh, online pickup, right? Or in-store pickup, right? It's kind of yeah. hard to pick up if you're just online. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know what? I've never tried this before. I've heard that... Sometimes the product is actually not on the shelf and is still available for the in-store pickup if you order online. So I'm like, yeah, let's try this. Let's do it, right? So I put in my order. You know, all the lights on the website say, yes, this is in the store, in the store, in the store. I've got one question. What's up? Did things go terribly awry? Not terribly, but enough to piss me off. <laughs> Although and you it know doesn't that, take that much. And you know the threshold for that is quite low, Okay. So I just I have no I have no tolerance for for any kind of stupidity whatsoever. So anyway, so all signs point to green. Um, I place my order, and then in the order confirmation it says, "Don't go to the store yet. Please wait for an email confirmation that tells you your order is ready to pick up." So I'm like, "Okay," and it says, "Please wait up to 45 minutes." I'm like, "Okay, fine. You know what?" Slow day, I'm working, I'll just do my work, I'll get the email, right? 45 minutes passed by, no email. One hour, no email. Two hour, no email. Three hour, no email. Like, all right, by this time, it's like time to go home, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go there and see what's going on. So I go there, and it's like it's like desert town, you know? There's like... People are dead in the aisles. People aren't dead, but there's Friday. like there's like tumbleweed. There's like a lot of dust. There's like this there's is, no one around. This is this this okay. weekend, correct? Like right after Black Friday and all this. No, before Black Friday. Oh, oh okay. okay. Before, so everybody was before they're, they're in preparation. This is the day yeah. before Thanksgiving. Oh God. Right. So <laughs> so I go up to there. I go up to and I'm like, where's the pickup counter? And they're like, this is the pickup counter. And I'm like, okay, great. And I'm like, I spy with my little eye. There's like six copies of the game, like literally like seven feet away from this woman. Oh, right? so they had it. Yeah, and so so I give her. So I'm like, I just pretend like you know I was supposed to be there, because that almost always works. Well, it sounds like you were since you bought the game. <laughs> no, no, but but you would think so, right? But the but the website says no, don't go yet. Wait until you get your email. I never got this email confirmation, right? Okay. So I show her the piece of paper. I'm like, yeah, I ordered it online. She's like, did you get an email confirmation? I'm like, no, I didn't get an email confirmation, but it says it was here. I was two blocks away. I just figured I'd come down and see what's going on, right? And so apparently um, there's just nobody at the store bothering to mind whatever kiosk or terminal they have to mind in order to fulfill these orders. Just nobody could be bothered, right? They all had turkey on the brain. They, I guess so. I'm just, you know, so I try to find a way to, like, express my dissatisfaction to this lady without uh, pissing her off enough to... Make uh, things give, worse. Give me less than stellar customer service. 
<laughs> right? So I'm just like, what, are these guys back there just chilling all day long or what? And she's like, yeah, they're doing inventory. They're really busy. I'm like, okay, so they're, so they're doing inventory, which is more important than fulfilling orders. Anyway, so it's no problem. I get the game. She gives it to me. Sounds like it Probably really wasn't that big a deal. No, but I, you don't understand, though. I mean, if they're going to tell you wait, don't tell me to wait and then make me wait for no reason. Okay. okay. So, Unacceptable. So how was Gran Turismo? But I have the game. Okay, so I have it. I'll give you another four minutes. Tell me how the game is. <laughs> I have it, and within 15 minutes of me browsing through menus, the game crashes. That's awesome. I heard so, there was a huge install. Awesome. Um, there's a huge install. It will install... Uh, up to like eight or so gigs, which takes about half an hour. Oh, but you can skip it. No, it actually lets it you even longer. Lets you do the install while you're playing. Yeah. What's the point of the install? Oh, that's pretty neat. No, no, no. Does it make it go faster? Well, yes. Yeah. It does, okay. Comparatively, like there's certain things you can't do until it's fully installed, right? Um, no, it will install also on the fly if you choose not to install. Right and it's away. a mandatory install, correct? Well, what is mandatory is that you have to have like 256 megs free. Okay. That's the only part that's mandatory. Okay. Everything else, you can just wait longer. Um, so I get it, right? I find that actually in, two, in the two days that I had it, there were two online updates of uh, like 130 megs. And I also heard that they were going to update it on a regular basis somewhere between monthly and weekly. So It sure now, sounds like it from now, what I've been reading. My first impression of this game is that I really feel like the, the Gran Turismo team's mommy and daddy said – Hey guys, uh, you've been like taking like six years to make this thing. Like <laughs> to win um, the potty. We can't wait anymore. <laughs> like it's got to be out. It's got to be out day before Thanksgiving, right? Because there's just the the online thing completely blew up for one, right? They they set up their servers to handle uh, half a million people, and it it blew up so bad that they just took all the servers offline for a while, and they had to reconfigure their hardware to handle about a million people. So that was one thing. Um, so the, the two patches in like two days was the other thing. Um, there's still, there's a few things in it. Now the gist of it is that there's, there's a few things in it. It's very inconsistent with appearances, right? So, um, that's what I was hearing that like yeah, some parts seem like they weren't, some parts just look like they're broken, just straight up broken. Does it look better in screenshot form? Cause the screenshots uh-huh. looked beautiful, but in movement, Sometimes. does it look, it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. I mean, the, I'll get to that in a second. Well, Let's point out, since you brought up the screenshots, there are specific modes in this game that yeah. allow you to take a screenshot in the game. Like, so You can do the replay, pause the replay, right? Yeah, you can go to photo mode, and it'll look better than in uh, just yeah. taking a screenshot. Oh, okay. so it, it puts it on the hard drive of the PS3. Oh, you can then take okay. it off of that and upload it. Yeah. To got it, got so it, got so it. photos are awesome. The graphics are really inconsistent. Sometimes you'll be like, holy S, this is amazing. I've never seen this in my life. Other times, you'll be like, what is this garbage on my screen, right? Like, there'll be literally one or two pixelated characters and, like, a blank plane going into the horizon in some places. <laughs> so the look is very inconsistent. Overall, though, and what's really most important to me is that the the handling feels fantastic. It's, it's for the most part, very smooth, although sometimes there's some screen tearing and it, it'll slow down noticeably. Um... But you know what? I don't feel like my inputs are being filtered like they do in Forza. And I don't know if they are or they're not, but it just feels more precise to me. And for that reason, but the AI, I'm having fun with it. Good or, or, or not as good Bad, as Bad, but I can't explain that in 10 seconds. Okay. Well, we'll be right back. Okay. 
Video game radio, the show where I destroy Colin with my bare hands because he's talking over the intro. Colin, I'm dead. You are in. I'm usually a nice guy. I don't know. I don't know what fate will befall you, but normally um, I leave that up to Alon. Don't kill me. All right. <laughs> so uh, I'm. I have kind of mixed feelings right now because you want to talk about another racing game. And we talk a lot about car racing. Colin games. does. You do. I do. No, I don't. It seems like it seemed like we built up for five minutes, Gran Turismo. Yeah. Getting ready to talk about it, and then we talked about it for thirty seconds. Isn't yeah. that interesting? So I've heard complaints about this program about how we talk about racing games, and then sometimes that we cover, we start a topic, and then we don't complete it. Yeah. These are two possibly conflicting ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll leave it up to you, folks. Do you do you think? That we should continue talking about Gran Turismo 5. Uh, I've, I've, I'm sorry. I, I've heard a lot of Gran Turismo. Um, and I'm sure that a lot of people who consistently listen to the radio show have read a lot about Gran Turismo. Can we, can so. we do like a speed round where we'll let's, just set, we'll set two minutes aside and let no, it finish no, and we'll time it down? Let's, let's not get into any of this uh, morass of maidenness, right? I'm, I'm really I'm done saying all the interesting things. About well, I, the I do Turismo. want to point out. So if you want, if you want to ask questions, perhaps... Or, or bring up a, a, a related topic we can talk about. Well, that. so there was a, a blog post on, on Joystick Today talking about um, the plans for the, for the future. And you were pointing out to me, like, specifically, there's some issues with the graphics. And, it like, uh, one thing that I found really interesting was that there were premium cars and standard cars. Right. But there seemed to not be a real explanation of what the difference was. Right. It's well, not like these I are shall cars you purchased. I purchased. shall explain this to you. Okay. Now, the, the whole deal with this was that making a car took so many man hours because they're such perfectionists and the premium cars indeed are really just unmatched in their beauty that there was no way that they could make the volume of cars that they've had in the previous game right so basically they were only able to make about 200 premium cars and there's about 800 that are called a uh, uh, standard or whatever right okay. so and it's basically just saying we were able to make these look really nice we were able to make these look really nice and model the interiors, right? So the premium cars, you can have an interior view. Uh, standard car, no. No interior view. I think that really is the definition of an incomplete game. Well. Like, to, to have one car over another. Here's the thing, when the though. Cars are right? so, here's, here's, hold on. here's the question, though. Would you rather not have any of the standard cars and it just comes with 200 cars? Because a lot of games just come with 50 cars or three cars. No, I'm I'm with you, but the fact that they even separate the two, like right. it's it's just clear evidence that they weren't able to finish it, which is what you started yeah. off by saying. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, yeah, the, this game has been in development for how many years? And they six years. Yeah, they still weren't able to completely finish it, really. Well, well the, the guy, the guy, the guy has the guy has basically carte blanche to do whatever he wants. Yeah, the guy who's running this team, this point, right? he's become a VP because his game was so successful, right? Um, and I really, I really think that the the very few number of people who have position above the Striabuchi were like, okay, like we just gotta be, gotta happen now. Okay. And and the the funny thing is, is that the the product, I think, is really it's really evidenced quite clearly if if you 
if you're able to look at games in an astute way, that it was it, it was not only was it cut off, right? That like okay, like now we have to stop now, right? There, I mean, there's even some other things that they've cut, but also that oh my god, my mind's going again. Let's switch subjects. I'll remember later. Okay, well, <laughs> so uh, you specifically were like the shadows just don't look good, and they look like other games' shadows, meaning that they're their edges are really weird and choppy. No, they even they even look worse than other. Like Forza doesn't have that problem with the dynamic shadows, but then again, you know, they're not doing the exact same things either. Well, so. anyway, that that's one of the very specific things that I saw mentioned in this article that right. they're going to change. Um, like some of supposedly some of the simpler fixes will include uh, fixing the uh, the odd looking blocky shadows. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they really. I mean, you didn't think that they looked like a mistake when I showed it to you, but. They when certainly I, didn't look good. Right. But to me, they, I mean, just in light of how everything else looks, it just looks like a mistake. One thing it points out here, uh, one thing we won't be seeing is, it says in the article, as for what we won't be seeing, it sounds like face tracking in GT mode and YouTube uploading of replays are, are out uh, due to memory constraints. What is face tracking in this context? Okay, face tracking means that if you turn your head, the eye toy will lock onto your head. And when you turn your head, it will turn the uh, camera view accordingly. I guess it was something to do with the eye toy, but I couldn't yeah. figure out what function they were, it would actually have in the game. They were toting yeah. that as a pretty big feature, weren't they? Like, in the beginning? Oh, I don't know what you would call pretty big, but they, it was the advertised feature. That yeah. sounds pretty pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something I haven't seen in a racing game before. But uh, well, it says other, we won't see than, in GT mode. Is there another mode that it is in? I, I don't know. I don't have an eye toy. There's, obviously, there's a, there's a control screen Dude, for it. Dude, I had it. an eye toy hooked up when you brought it over. Oh, psh, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> it was right there me. on top of the TV. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what yeah, an eye toy like looks like. It's not like you were like. looking at the TV. You've, got, you've got about like 12 <laughs> things that look resemble webcams of various I sorts. I specifically about talked about the things on the top of my TV Ooh. and how I... Because we were talking about the, the number of wires in the house. Yeah. And how I've tried to eliminate wires. You're totally right. And I said, yeah, like the, the Wii thing. You know and what? The... the game has so many features. It's completely slipped my mind. Okay. But... That's so... So it refer it says GT mode. It won't be in GT mode. Is there another mode where you actually race a car? Well, there's a, there's practice mode. There's arcade mode. So maybe that's what they mean. Maybe they okay. mean for arcade mode. Dude, I don't if, know. If I well, know. arcade mode is the only one I'm even willing to play because I don't like the super simulation crap that you're into. Yeah. So um, I'm not if into, it's in arcade I'm not mode, into I would crap. be happy. Yeah. I want to try this face tracking. Or I, I we we should we should. Which is weird though, because then you're not really looking at the TV. Well, see, that's the thing, right? We were talking about this before, right? It has to be super sensitive because otherwise, if you turn your head enough, that it's really hard to look at where the TV is. Yeah. Unless Meanwhile, you've got one of those those head-mounted displays, now we're talking. <laughs> head-mounted display, that would be incredible. I actually have one of those. It's super low-res from years ago. Yeah, yeah. 320 I re- by 240. I, I remember those. I remember those. You kind of go cross-eyed after about like a half hour or an hour. No, of... not really. No? But I it mean... is a great way to do stereoscopics because you don't have the weird shutter glasses. Yeah. So so actually, there, there I, I lied. There was one thing that I have left to say about GT. Okay. okay? This, is, this is really interesting. So CNET, okay, this is a website on their, on their CarTech blog, right? They're like, hey... These two game, this this new game's coming out. Let's do an online poll and ask users which racing sim will be the best, quote unquote. Right? So you can pick between Forza 3 and Gran Turismo 5. Right? So what happened? You guys, have you heard anything about what happened? Forza no. 3 got picked? No, 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 no. Much, much more intrigue than that. They tied. So, no, no, not even. Much more intrigue than that. 
apparently on Forza's forums, the community manager basically put a post on there. Said, hey, uh, CNET's having a poll. Uh, here's the link to the poll. We all know what what uh, game we'd like to see win. So uh, if you vote for Forza, post in this forum that you did, and we will gift you a special valuable car <laughs> in Forza. Sounds like what marketing exactly to me. Was the, question? was the question, which one will be more popular? Which one will be the best? Will be the so, best. So best which one, which do, you one like? do you think is better? Right. So, um, okay. This game so, that came out a year ago, right. or this other game that just came out. Right. So so there's this huge mess now uh, with people complaining that, uh, you know, the, the, the Forza people are bribing for votes. <laughs> which I do believe they are. It is interesting that... They're doing the because normally they it, just say, "Hey, vote for us." Right. No, but it said, "No, vote for us, and we'll give you a car." Well, there's no way for them to track that too. So I'm surprised people just won't. Hey, I well, voted. Well, this is also true. Indeed, there's no way for them to track that, right? Um, but what happened was that the editor of um, the CNET blog found out, and so he posts this note after numerous complaints of cheating and in-game content being offered as payment for votes. I've decided to close the poll way to ruin the fun for the rest of us, guys. So all he the, wrote that? That's right there. He actually <laughs> wrote that. So, so all those jerkwads, and, and, and the irony of it all is that uh, GT5 still won anyway. <laughs> by yeah. about... Um, Was that because 4chan got a hold of it or something? Well, I don't know. No, it would have been, I think, much more disastrous if that happened. <laughs> no, like Hello Kitty's like horse ride or something. I don't know. Some way obscure well, kitty game when you would only probably have an win. Option. They would they would find a way. Yeah, but uh, but what do you guys think, right? Do you I mean do you like is it just hey it's cool it's you know do you guys think that that was wrong yeah, for I them think to gift was... cars or do you guys think it's okay? Dude, I, I've had a job in marketing before. Like I yeah. I can so, understand so that guy being like hey we need to make this poll work. So How you're, can we so do you're it? used to bribing. Do you, the poll didn't feel that important to me though. It's on CNET. <laughs> yeah. It's like what's the I just feel like the dude's like, oh, this is something cool we can do. It didn't really matter. Yeah, I think the funny part is that the CNET editor thinks that there really was some fun to be ruined. Like, <laughs> it's just a poll, and there's a million and one polls on the internet well, every three seconds. It is just a poll, but that does kind of make the whole point of that poll just it just kind of destroys you know the whole purpose behind. Well, it. Well, I say I agree. It makes it you know it brings it close to moot. We could we could say the purpose However, of it was like ten cent value, and that that I can agree with, but. The ten cents has diminished to a half penny. Well, the thing is, you might argue that any online poll is worthless. I mean, that, if you're looking for true scientific data, like you're not going to get well, it. In well, well, you know, we're not we're not in a university or anything, but I mean, yeah, there's you know, there, there's a there's definitely a lot to be said for that. All right. Well, let's let's actually move away from the grand tour. Let's do now. this. Um, we're about out of time for this segment. We'll be back, but I want to ask that. Ask the two of you. I know Ara did because he came over and he played some Donkey Kong Country Returns. Ha- have either of you uh, seen it to an extent? Or I've seen it I've seen all? videos of it and I've seen a lot, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet. What is what is the the main when you think of Donkey Kong Country Returns? What uh, what char- characteristic is in your in your mind about this game? Um, I don't know. Just a lot of jumping and those like cart parts too. That's all. I'm really, that's all that's really sticking. It doesn't really like feel. Have you read anything about it? Anything Not too much. No. Right, I saw Billy Mitchell's tie was in it. Well, it is. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it uh, at great extent. I think when we get back. So stay tuned, everyone. Hey, it's me, Mario. 
you're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. Woohoo! We're totally back. So this is Chatterbox Video Game Radio, as we mentioned earlier in the show. Um, what I didn't mention so far is our fantastic sponsor, UAT, the University of Advancing Technology. Uh, you should go to their website, uat.edu, learn about the programs they have to offer. Uh, if you're listening live, you probably heard their commercial as well. So anyway, uh, they make this show possible. So thank you very much to them. Now, Colin is preparing the camera because I'm actually going to video record this next segment so that we can put it up on golgatron.com. Um, so if you haven't seen that website, that's our sister site uh, where we put up, you know, articles and, and the videos and all that jazz so um and we're sitting unnaturally close to each other. yeah no r and i are it's not normally thing. normally this close together we have our own regions don't you love it of when people do that get close no say yeah no yeah, yeah oh no. that's or, yeah, like or, that at all. or the no yeah yeah no i don't <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh are we are we recording there you are recording oh yeah oh okay <laughs> it's Apparently, Carzilla has entered the Too bad we don't have video of Molly. Yeah. All right. So we're good? Yeah, you're, you're recording. Cool. Okay. All right. So I wanted to talk about Donkey Kong Country as are, it relates. Are, you gonna, like, look, are we going to look at each other? Every and, once and in a while, right. I, have, I have to sit very close okay. for the camera. It's going to be natural. And you I'm should gonna, just can... be resting your head on Ara's shoulder no, the entire time. No, no that's not right. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I want to talk about uh, this as it relates to fun. The word fun. Don- which I, Donkey Kong Country? Yes. Because I, I know that it is... The word fun, in the context of video gaming, is kind of a sensitive point for you, Ara. It's, you, I appreciate your careful characterization. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to start off by explaining this. Donkey Kong Country Returns, um, it's made by Retro Studios, the people who made the Metroid Prime games. Yes. Right. Uh, of course, it's a Nintendo property, and... and my understanding is that Nintendo gives a lot of input into how these games are developed. Um, but Retro Studio has actually made the game. And what you read, for any blog or review that talks about this game, talks about how incredibly hard it is. Uh, it's a very difficult game, um, and they have to, like, lots of... At least what I read on Joystick was, uh, you know, I even had to use the Super Guide once to get me through this level. And the Super Guide thing, are you familiar with this? You die eight times, and then you get an option to yeah. uh, watch the Super Guide, which is like a... a not it's not a perfect play, but it's a no, not serviceable a, play. Yeah, like it gets it gets through the level, so it's not gonna like collect the secret stuff necessarily, right. or like get you extra lives, that sort of thing. And then does it get you like if you watch it, are you then um, considered that to have completed the level? Yeah, it's as if you actually did it, and you can press the. But I'm basing this off of my experience with New Super, Super Mario Brothers Wii. I didn't, I haven't tried it in. Right. Uh, this is Donkey that Kong. this is that crazy patent documents that they released some time ago so or were discovered some time ago. The, the way I thought it was it worked was that it plays through. You see how it's done, and then you have to do it, or um, rather, it it does it for you or doesn't. And if you want to play, you have to start over again. Right. I, but I'm, I'm going to guess and say that you can actually take control at any. No, you time. actually yeah, you just take control in the middle of nowhere. Boom! It's as if, if you got if there you yourself. Want, right. Yeah. But then but then if you were like, oh no, I changed my mind. It's too hard. Then, then can you get him to go from where you are? No. No? No. It's like yeah. you have to choose. In the case of Donkey Kong Country Returns, like your little pig friend or whatever is like, press the, the plus button or something and, you you know, go into super guide mode, whatever. Like yeah. like I said, I tried it in Super Mario Brothers Wii because I wanted to see how they thought a certain area should be done because I was having particularly 
yeah. particular difficulty with yeah. it. Then I was like, screw that. No, I'm going to die and then start over again because I wanted to make sure I could do it. Um, anyway, I haven't done it in Donkey Country Returns. But here's my point. The game is hard enough that it's got this super guide mode and that all these reviewers and everybody who talks about it say that it's the hardest game they've played in a very, very long time. Um, and I'm not so sure why, because some elements of it are really hard, but it's like the levels you don't have to play. It's right. these extra levels right. at the end. Well, it's it's things, I think, especially the way press reports them, tend to get kind of transmorgified and also blown out into unfair proportions. So, like, they say it's hard and that everybody thinks it's really hard, so then everybody talks about well, how hard it is? Yeah, I mean, if, if there's a lot of people saying it's hard, then everyone else is just going to say it's hard without actually evaluating for themselves. And that, that's one of the unfortunate, uh, you know, dynamics of the press. All right. So let me explain how I want to relate this to simply a definition of fun. Um, I found myself playing this game and trying to decide, like, okay, this game is polished. It's pretty good. You're trying to decide I'm, if it's fun. Yes. Here's the thing. So I, I was playing it through and actually enjoying it. But at the same time, you're like, all right, well, I can, I can let this game go. Whereas with, like, Mario games, um, I'm not sure if New Super Mario Bros. Wii qualifies. You can't let it go. But, like, it's an Mario 64 is the classic example of this. Um, or... Halo actually had me playing this too, which is weird because Halo Reach is you know the same as every other Halo game, which is the same as every other first-person shooter. But the way it, I'll it, restrain. It went times. from level to level. We I think we've talked about this before. How it goes from from level to level very seamlessly it makes you want to keep playing. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was playing through Donkey Country Returns and deciding like, okay, I'm enjoying this game. It's an awful lot like Super Mario Brothers. Like you collect things and you can play two players and the guy comes in. If if he dies and then you pop him out of his barrel and like there's yeah. so I, many huh. elements. I was actually surprised at how many similarities there were. Yeah, uh, considering how um, well different it's been in the past. They took the that. elements from Donkey Kong Country and said, okay, make that game into New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Basically, that's what they did. But then they decided, well, we need to make it unique and it's going to be a little bit harder. At least I'm I'm characterizing for them that they yeah. they did this. I have no idea how the but, development. But the went. main the, the thing is just to go to the hard thing for a second. You know, you had me play the first level, right? You had me play, like, the second level or something like that. Yeah. And then you had me play, like, the eight, super hard level. World 8-1 with you. Right? No, no. The, uh, well, yeah, actually, we did right. that, too. 8-1, eight, eight <laughs> right? Not, not one of those crazy levels, but one of the regular hard levels, right? 8-1 yes. is the last world, isn't it? 8 uh, is the last world. 8 is the wor last world, yes. 8-1 okay, so is the first level in that world. It, it wasn't... I didn't really notice a huge jump, honestly. Uh, it, it was. The big fireball I mean, thing. There was a jump. Okay, but it wasn't... I'm not in, like, Battletoads territory. When people talk about a game being unrelentingly hard, okay, I think of Battletoads. And I never really played Battletoads much. So and, I don't and you're better for it. Isn't that game, like, really impossible? It's... it's You need, you need, to, have, you need to have cybernetic implants that, to, yeah. to play this no, game. No, I heard it was actually... It's impossible for to beat two-player mode. Like, oh, you, God. Oh, oh it's, it's two-player, <laughs> just forget You can attack it. each other in two-player mode. That's the worst forget, thing about forget it. Forget the two-player. You, you guys have seen, um, you know, like in, in math, right, when they plot a, um exponential curve, yeah. right? I mean, people, people say that, like, curve is exponential, and, like, ha-ha-ha, right? No, it's exponential. Battletoads? Yeah. First level, like, normal game. Second level... Um, it will, like, crush 99% of people. This, the second level is the yeah. worst, because yeah. you have to jump over stuff, yeah. and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Third, third level, now I need to go play this. Third level will crush, like, 99.9%. Are we talking original people. NES or Super Nintendo? Yeah, no, it's NES. Apparently, okay. there's a big joke where uh, you can call, I think 4chan started it, you call GameStop, and you ask if they have Battletoads. So you can do that. 
and not interested. You should record the call. Okay, anyway. So, I, I really, I'm trying to get back to my point. Okay, let's get my back. My point is, get I'm back. playing Donkey Kong Country Returns. I'm trying to decide, is this game fun or not? I'm like, well, it is very difficult. And I, I find myself playing through certain levels uh, over and over so me, and over. So, let me interject something very While I'm trying to get here. to the point you want to interject? Yeah, just interject? briefly. Just briefly. Okay. Okay. So, it's... I find it interesting that you're trying to decide whether something's fun or not, but at the same time, there's I think that the crux of that is embedded within the fact that it's there, there's there's you're going through a process that has struggle in it. Well, you're and not letting me wrap it up. Finish. See, I'm, I'm keeping a little Go bit ahead. of suspense. Go ahead, suspense. There's mystery. Mr. Suspense, please. Okay, so I'm playing the game, and I I am genuinely enjoying it. Although I haven't defined why I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it to the extent that, like, I'm not just, why am I bothering with this? I need to just stop playing, right? I wanted to keep playing. And uh, I've talked to Ara about this in the past, about what makes a game interesting and what, what makes it a genuinely good game. And there's this whole concept of, of learning, getting better at a game. Uh, actually, you say that this is good game design. It's good game design if it's a game that actually causes you to to learn and become better throughout the process of playing it. Yeah, generally speaking. Yeah. So then I try to relate that to this. I'm like, well, okay, the way Donkey Kong Country Return works is that you've got a a world, you know, one through eight, that um, have a bunch of sub-levels in them. You play through the levels, and then once you've beaten all of the levels, it unlocks this one last level, which is far more difficult than any of the other levels in in that world it's it's sort of like the same it's not even the same design like it's usually in a dungeon of some sort um so it's not necessarily outside and, and but the, are they all this uh crap appears in front of you with no warning style um more than one are but no not all okay not all, all right. but oftentimes at the kind of level that you have to progress because yeah, those are the ones you showed me yeah. yeah like you jump on a block and the block will fall if you don't jump off it quickly or the the screen actually moves forward and you must go with it, right? right? That sort of level. Um, But also it forces you to jump very quickly and make split-second decisions. So you end up dying and then playing through, okay, now you know what's going to happen. And then you play through a little bit further. Now, Okay, now you know what happens from there. So you try it again, you get a little bit better. Oh, great, I made that jump, it was perfect. And then, oh, hit that thing to make the platform appear. And then, oh, I missed it. Great, okay, go back to the beginning. Now go, okay, you hit the thing, you land on the platform, you go a little bit further, you jump on the guy's head, and then, oh, crap, you fell again. Okay, start from the beginning. So So now go and you hit the thing and the platform appears, then you jump on the guy's head and then you jump over here and you hit the wall. And it's this over and over and over again, yet I'm somehow enjoying it. Well, you're enjoying it, I think, because you're you're learning from it, and when you do it subsequent times, you're doing it better than you did it the first yeah, time. Yeah, because so, it's not impossible. So, right. in your quest to de- to determine if this game was fun, you were having fun. Well, I w- no, what I'm saying is I was having fun. I was trying to determine why I was, because okay. it seems like simple tedium, and I don't like repetition in general. So, what is it? And I was like, well... There's this discussion of challenge and overcoming challenge and learning, and that makes the game fun. And then I realized, well, you know what? Different. It's really, uh, you know, they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's really in in the person who's playing the game, because there are some people who play a game for the graphics. As much as us true gamers, we'd like to deny that, and it's it's all about gameplay, right? Plenty of people do that. Uh, Final Fantasy games are, are like that all the time. They have beautiful graphics you play through, and a big dragon and whatever. Like, I can't imagine there's anything else interesting about Final Fantasy games, so it's got to be the graphics. <laughs> well, you get to see numbers go up. Story. You get to see numbers, yeah. So anyway, some people play for story, even if the graphics aren't great, you're playing for story. Final Fantasy does sort of a mix of the graphics and the story, but very little gameplay. I hope none of us will deny that. 
Um, then there's games that are, uh, like Mario games specifically, what I love about them is that it's constantly presenting you with something new. Every level you play is something you hadn't seen before, yet it's not so crazy that you can't accomplish it. Like, you understand, oh, this one has a magic carpet ride, so I'm going to ride this carpet, and that's really cool. Or in Donkey Kong Country Returns, it's uh, oftentimes you'll get in a cart, and some of those cart races are really, really cool because it's going so fast. And Anyway, I want to talk a little bit more about this, so we're going to go to break, we're going to come back, and then I'll, I'll wrap this up. All right, we're back. <clears throat> all, right, all right, we're back. I, there I am, stepping on your line. Thank you, sir. I'm sorry. That's okay. Do you want to introduce UAT? Well, you know there's a place called UAT, and yes. it's the University of Advancing Technology. And what's the website? And it's, it's remarkably, it's UAT.edu. That is it's, amazing. It's, yeah, that makes it easy to remember. Wow. And, and you, you can go there and, and learn about... Um, the video games and how to make games and it's good times i don't know if there's much learning about video games oh if you go to the school yes yeah if you go to the school you can. yes indeed but if you go to the website you can learn about the school right it's very meta yeah you have to go to the <laughs> website first you can't just walk in there and like sit in i mean you i get maybe you could ironically that's actually what i did <laughs> <laughs> I just went and it was like, so I'm thinking about going here. What's it like? Perhaps you could, but it's maybe not a good idea. To I would say the majority it. of our listeners are not actually local, though. Yeah. Can't just walk in. Yeah. All right. So before the break, I was talking about Donkey Kong Country Returns. And I, I don't want to make this last forever, but I was I was trying to make the point that the game uh, has been identified by, by many reviewers as being extremely difficult. Um, and then I'm playing through the game and finding... It's not actually that difficult until you get to that final level in each world, which is really, really so, difficult. So it's so, certain things about it that are difficult, and maybe excruciatingly so, but not the, the majority of the game, yeah. perhaps. So let's say a level has an aver- or a world has a lev- uh, an average of uh, seven or eight levels in it. Um, those are not hard. Yeah. They're just not. Like, maybe there's some hard elements. You die a couple times. Maybe you can't find one of the puzzle pieces or something. Yeah. But, like... Getting from start to finish, really not that tough. Yeah. Not at all. So when the reviewers are saying it's a hard game, it's because they feel the, the need to play through everything and play that secret level at the end. Um, I maybe shouldn't call it secret, but the bonus level yeah. at the end of each world. Um, those are truly difficult and take uh, a lot of playthrough. Now, I, I feel like we've been kind of like having the salad course. And and maybe of of the of the dinner conversation. Yes. And, and need to get like, to the steak. And the salad is like there's a I'm lot hungry. of salad. There is. And maybe we should move on to the juicy steak. I, I think what I want need to do is summarize the point by saying, I decided I was having fun with this game, even though I was going through the tedium of of a level, like just playing it over and over and over. And I thought to myself, I am enjoying this, but I think it's only because I am succeeding at something that has been like just destroying me and that's where the fun comes from yeah well Whereas I, I, other I, people derive fun in different ways from a game so maybe uh well you know, some people some people actually uh, i mean the, the masochists of the world will enjoy continuous pain with uh, no release whatsoever it's a remit point so people <laughs> yes yeah, so people who like to play that game and, and maybe professional wrestlers some people <laughs> like these things this actually made me think of molly who loves she's uncharted a, she's 2. a professional wrestler no yes I'm no, a luchador, actually. But she loves Uncharted 2, right? And yeah. you're like, oh my god, it was so much better than the first one. And I played the second one, and I was like, it's pretty much exactly the same as the first one. And, okay, I, like, it was fun. It looked pretty good, and I played through it, because uh, I'm Maybe not sure why. Maybe she's just more discriminating than you are. Uh, less, I think. Because I played that game, and there wasn't... 
I can't think back to it and recall something that was actually truly interesting about that game. It was like run around a little bit and like shoot a couple guys. It was oh, more. It was honestly the scenery. Okay, like oh, I'm going through this pyramid and it really looks good. Let's stay with steak though. Okay. 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 There's a filet mignon over there, but we've got the pork. Stop talking house. about steak. I'm really happy. Okay. <laughs> but, my, but my point in Molly is, I, I realize different people appreciate different things about games. So she might enjoy Uncharted 2, whereas I won't. So these flame wars that people get into online about this game's great and this game sucks and you're wrong, whatever. Like it's all just we have different opinions. Just sure, like people sure. have different tastes in movies and, and books and ice cream. Like sure. I like this and she likes that. I think she also enjoys the Pokemon and the Final Fantasy. Yes. The Pokemons sure, are. Sure. I tried liking Pokemon because I'd be bored on a plane, I tr- and it was horrible. Okay, that's it's, that's yeah. like that's like a flank steak. Now you're talking. Okay. Okay. So so let's. I, I really want to get to this dynamic of um, the the difficulty of it and and why it's certain kinds of difficulty are better than others. Okay. Because this this actually th- that that very topic I, I don't see being discussed. Yeah, People, you and I definitely discussed this personally. Yeah. Yeah. So let's so let's do that. Right. Like in the press. We never ever see the subtleties of distinction between different varieties or qualities of difficulty. It's just this is too easy, this is too hard, right? It's just and, and, and difficulty is not on a single dimension of continuum, right? So can I can I describe the type of difficulty that's in this game? Yes, please go ahead. Okay, so like I was saying before, you play through and you die and you play through and you die. But the reason is that when you play through, things come at you so quickly and and in such new ways that you don't have a prior education for how to handle that. Now, oftentimes you do. And and when I speak about this in reference to Donkey Kong Country Returns, I'm only speaking about these hard levels at the end because they're the only ones that are hard. Um, but, like, you're in a level that's scrolling you forward, and you jump onto a block, and, okay, it disappears. Well, you you're used to it because all the blocks have, are disappearing. When you get to somewhere new, you basically have, let's say, like, between one and two seconds to react to it. Uh, that perhaps is a little bit of an exaggeration. Do you think it's too long or too short? Too short. Okay, three seconds, five seconds? Maybe three. Okay, let's yeah. say it's about three seconds. But that's seconds. a big difference than one. No, it is, and this is what, this is the point I want to get at, right? The type of dynamic that Battletoads has, right? You literally have less than a second to react to something new that you couldn't have uh, a predict or you have no indication of, right? And this is a reason why telegraphs are really important in games. And, and by telegraph, that's a piece of jargon that I, I mean to say that it's basically an, an element that gives the player a hint or an indication or a description of what's about to happen so that they don't have to go through the pain of seeing it, failing at it, and then doing it again to figure out what's going on. A telegraph gives you the opportunity to actually, without having to redo something, you you see it, you read it, you figure out what it's going to do, and you react to that. And I, that process in and of itself is very satisfying yeah. for and, a player. And let me give our listeners an example of this. Donkey Kong Country isn't devoid of these by any means. Uh, however, there's instances when it doesn't do it very well. Uh, but one example of, of a telegraph is in any platformer, you jump on a block and that block has a bunch of cracks in it. You realize that it may crumble under your feet if you don't jump off of it in the next couple seconds. Like, that's a pretty classic platforming element. Like, you jump on something, but you can't stay there to think about stuff forever. Sure. So, I mean, a telegraph could be kind of, like, spatial or environmental in that regard, but it can also be temporal in the sense that, for example, if something's about to shoot at you, right, the traditional telegraph is that it shows that it's charging or there's something special happening about a second before actually the bullet's emitted. Yeah, it animates or changes color or something. In yeah, some and way it's like, like hey, something's going to happen. Get away from me, right? And that's 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 
that's a that's a tool that designers use effectively, in my opinion, in good games. And that actually does also happen a lot in Donkey Kong. Now the interesting like thing, boss battles do right? That. What they did in in Donkey Kong Country Returns because you were explaining this dynamic to me before I saw it, and then I saw it, and I in my frame of mind originally I had something more like Battletoads, but you do have the the three or four seconds when stuff shows up to react to it, right? And and so that gives you a really nice feeling that you're you're being pressured and you don't know what's about to happen, but you still have just enough of a window that if you're if you're at least at that skill level, which we seem to be, yeah, right, that <laughs> it's really satisfying because it's it's just you're just in that zone, right? It's very flow like, right? Um, I can imagine for people who aren't versed in in game mechanics that that would be way too fast and they would feel just like Battletoads Stage 2 to them, even if they've never played it. And one example of that would be uh, you jump off a block because you have to because it's going to fall, and then you go over to a new one, and before you know it, an enemy has come down from off-screen. There's a particular enemy in, in like, I think, the hard level of World 7 that uh, crawls along the wall. He comes down... Um, and the only way to, to defeat him is just by avoiding him, by jumping over him. So he comes down the right wall and then over on the block, and, and you have to be on that block. Right. So you can only jump over him, except you're so close to off-screen that you only have, like, maybe one second to see that he's coming and then jump over him. Now, the second through 50th time that you play that level, not an issue because you know what happens. Right, but the but first, first time... You're, this is this is one of those special FU moments that... Uh, in. In my opinion, it's it's generally really really bad to do in games because basically what you're doing is that you you're putting the player in a spot where you've given them no indication of what to expect, and then at the same time, um, if they do what they would normally do in that situation and you don't give them enough time to react, then invariably they will die. And so the only way for the player to learn from what's going on and what to do is by failure. And and that I think is a very very unsatisfying mechanic because you're that's what people a lot of times refer to as trial and error gameplay. Now there's it's not it's not a very precise term because everything you do is trial and error. What trial and error gameplay traditionally means is not that you're trying and losing, it's that you the only way for you to figure out the nature of the system that you're trying to overcome is through failure. Whereas if there's sufficient amount of, of telegraphing or hints, at least you have a chance to do it right the first time. Or at least you feel like you've been given a chance to do it right the first time. And therefore, if you fail, you put the responsibility of that failure on yourself. Whereas if you feel like there's nothing you could have done to react to it, you place the blame on the game. Yeah, right. Not and, yourself, and then that gets frustrating, and then you don't want to play. And again, I don't want to claim that Donkey Kong does this exclusively, but it it does it enough. And the the fact that Battle you simply Toads die. Battletoads is the poster child for that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's that's yeah, the rumor. For sure. um, but Donkey Kong, you die so often that there's something like it's it's definitely to that like that to a certain degree, um, and it's frustrating, but it's also appealing when you actually complete it. And um, what's really stupid. The, Time trial gold medals are ridiculous. I won't, I won't go too deeply into those. But uh, anyway, good thing I, we've run out of time. Yeah, I am enjoying it, but it's very, very difficult to beat those those final levels. But don't listen to everybody else who say the game is difficult in general. Um, They're just really saying not. what everyone else said once. Yeah.
And it's just like a little bit hard, but what's the big deal? Anyway, um, Colin, Molly, you uh, you enjoyed today's show? I know we talked a lot. Oh, no, it's cool. It was great. I, I want right. to go play Donkey Kong now. Yeah, well, next week it'll be the Colin and Molly show. Yay! We'll All right, enjoy December, everyone. We'll be back next week. Good night, guys. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.